0: What is going on everybody this is the honest texan podcast and i am your host josh uh welcome back you know uh, today's a special day today i'm gonna do two podcasts because i need to make up for last week's not doing one so i'm gonna do one today uh doing all right i'm gonna do two today so bear with me folks um of course as usual you know i gotta do the promo go like and subscribe to Honest Texan dot uh, go so lo- go you know like and subscribe comment on the honest texan website that is the honest dot the honest texan dot com yeah okay I messed up that promo but y'all get what I'm saying go check out the honest Texan.com website go check out the honest texan Facebook page go like that and check out the honest texan podcast just type in the honest texan podcast Google it Bing it do what you need to do check it out it will come up Uh, and again I'm working on the YouTube channel so and I'm working on the video aspect of everything Um, so you know people can see the man the myth the legend behind the camera uh, or behind the mic and you know so yeah just you know check us out like and subscribe share it if you like it you know feel free to donate Um, I'm gonna post a Venmo uh, very soon uh, but if you go on the honest yeah so, eh, sorry about that if you go on the honest text on website scroll all the way down you should be able to see you should see donate you can donate five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars one dollar three dollars two dollars whatever uh, hell you can donate 50 cents one cent uh, so I mean there's there's no minimum amount to donate you can donate whatever Uh and it is very much appreciated because you know, I'm what I'm trying to do is uh, build my own company. I'm trying to create something. Uh, I want to be able to hire more journalists. I want to be able to produce more content, uh, and not just what I can do by myself. Uh, I want to be more diverse in my content. You know, we have there's a lot of good journalists out there that are doing really good work, and. I kind of want this to be an alternative to mainstream media, right? You know, uh, I'm still legit. I'm still a journalist. I'm not a citizen journalist. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a real journalist. I'm not to say that citizen journalists aren't journalists, but you know, things are different when you have. There, things are just different when you're a journalist and you work as your craft the way you do. Um, but that's no shade on citizen journalists. There's, that's no shade or nothing like that. But activism. In my opinion does not need to be in journalism i think that's a separate thing uh so but i mean there is that i mean you know that again that's just my opinion uh so as as you can hear it is very windy outside here in the great state of texas so i'm gonna try to have to edit that out and if i don't if i can't edit that out then well you just got to hear the wind uh you know one thing i want to talk about again and you know it's it's a recurring thing because it's a huge topic that just does not get talked about, right? At least it doesn't get talked about in mainstream too much, at least not the way, not the way I think it should. And it doesn't really get talked about uh, among people like the way they should. I mean, I, and I think a lot of people are just afraid of this topic. Um, mandates, vaccine mandates, you know, that's, that's a very serious topic. You know, to mandate a medical procedure for the entire country, right? Not, and not just adults but children as well. I think that's a, a, a serious subject to talk about. And in the great state of New York, uh, I'm so not gonna call it on the great state, but in, in the state of New York, uh, they' you know they have their vaccine mandates and it's starting to come to a head because there's a lot of protests going on. Uh, The nurses were protesting or have been protesting. Medical personnel have been protesting. Uh, Now the firefighters and the police officers are protesting. Uh, Sanitation is protesting. Basically, city workers are protesting. State workers are protesting this mandate. But specifically in New York City, uh, city workers are protesting this mandate. And, you know... What I say what I say to this is that I'm glad that they're protesting the mandate, but I wish they would have protested it not just because it's mandated for them, but because it's mandated for everyone else in the city, right? I wish that they would have stuck up for everyone else in the city and not just themselves because it's now happening to them. You know, it kind of reminds me when Facebook, Twitter, and whoever else censored uh, then-President Donald Trump. And people were cheering it on, and I was telling people, was like, look, whatever feelings you have about uh, ex-president Donald Trump, right, the former president, whatever feelings you might have, he was a sitting president getting censored. Let that sink in. A sitting president that was getting censored, right? So if they can do it to a sitting president, which is supposed to be the highest position in the land in the United States of America, right, right? the leader of the free world, the leader of the United States getting censored, what makes you think that they won't do it to your average citizen, to your average person, you know, your average random person who does not have that kind of notoriety or that kind of power. Right. And now you're starting to see that happen, but I'm, I'm, you know, getting off topic. I'm not, I, I tend to do that sometimes when I go on these little rants, uh, but I want to stay to these vaccine mandates. And, I'm, and I'm, you know, the topics I'm going to talk about is the vaccine mandates first and foremost. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial that's going to begin soon. What happened with the judge and the, uh, the attorneys there. And I'm going to talk about the NBA player calling out the NBA uh, stance on China and everything like that. So I'm to, those are the topics I'm going to talk about. This might be a shorter episode of the podcast because believe it or not, it is, it's is—it's kind of difficult to talk for 30 minutes. I mean, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It just depends on the topic, I guess. And it depends on the passion of that topic that you know I might have or that other people might have. And in all fairness, I do better talking to people. If I had a co-host or if, if I had someone to talk to, I would think that I'd be a lot more entertaining, a lot more informative. Because for some reason, when I talk to people, when I'm talking to someone... I start pulling out a lot of facts, and I don't know. I get more concise. I get more tuned in to what I'm saying. I don't know how to explain it. It just works out better for me, and I think even for the listeners when I have someone that I can talk to. Uh, but hey, who knows? Who knows in the future that it might happen? Uh, and I'm hoping it does. And who knows? We can have guest stars. We can have people on here that uh, will also want to talk. You know, so that's the future that's what i'm looking forward to that's what i'm trying to build uh but when it comes to these vaccine mandates in you know in the uh in new york for instance and just in in general in the rest of the country right uh i think it's just wrong in general you know i think i think we're going about this the wrong way to try to get people vaccinated uh you know I don't believe that you should force anyone against to do something against their will. You're never gonna one. You're never gonna get the results that you think you're gonna get. There's always gonna be someone that uh, is going to stand up against that, right? Uh, yeah, you're gonna have a good people. You know, kind of lay down a little bit and give in, but their majority. I think there's a good majority. Once they stand up, I mean, that's it, right? So, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Rochelle Walensky, the, CD, the Center for Disease uh, Control and Prevention Director, you know, she went on news and discussed why uh, the city workers in New York need to be vaccinated uh, and why it's, uh, why mandates are a good thing. What we know from the police workforce is that there have been more deaths from the coronavirus over the last year and a half than all other causes of death for that workforce combined. So we believe it is very important to get these people vaccinated. There is a plan. Um, should these people not want to be vaccinated towards education and counseling to get people the information they need so that they are feeling comfortable in getting vaccinated? That was uh, Rochelle Walensky and what she believes. And I'm sorry, I'm firmly against that. Uh, I I do not think that the these workers should be forced to get vaccinated to keep a job to hold a job to do anything right and you got to look at it you got to look at the infrastructure right you forcing the police officers the firefighters the nurses school teachers right all of all of these important personnel people right all these essential workers that are forced to get vaccinated and the majority of them are saying the hell with the vaccinations we're going to quit Or, you know, we're going to go somewhere else. Now, who fills those positions, right? I mean, you're saying that the hospitals are filled with COVID patients, but yet you're laying off nurses. You're firing nurses. When these are the same nurses that just a year ago the public and everybody else praised, the government praised, their own company praised them for working in the midst of a pandemic, for them getting sick in the midst of a pandemic and still working. Right, you know, these are the same people that they praised, and now they're just giving them das boot. You know, they're just getting them, get rid of them like they're yesterday's news, and I think that's wrong. Granted, I didn't really care for the dancing nurses or anything because I thought they should just do their job. But I understand why they were doing the whole dancing nurses thing as a as a relief kind of thing, which is which okay, that's cool. I mean, I'm just nitpicky though. They, I actually that's just me. I'm just kind of nitpicky, but you know. I think that when it comes to these mandates, you're losing a lot of people, a lot of essential people. You know, you're losing nurses, you're losing doctors, you're losing sanitation crews, you know, you're losing. Uh, New York is kind of already, uh, not a shithole, but you, New York is already dirty as hell with those giant rats and shit. So, I mean, you know, and I know I, said I was going to, uh, well, I didn't say I was going to cuss on this show, but I'm going to cuss little. I'm not going to cuss a lot. So, but you have all of these workers who are against the vaccine mandate that bill de blasio has implemented that joe biden has mandated that you know companies that 100 or more workers have to get vaccinated and they're going against it right that's what we're talking about before there was masks, before there was testing before there was ppe personal protective equipment we were responding and getting sick and getting exposed to covid so we have the antibodies. As a study in Stanford University said, the antibody levels can mimic what you get for the vaccine. Our members have the antibody levels and we're testing for antibodies all the time. Why isn't why isn't the city allowing that to be a good option instead of getting vaccinated? Right, right. And you to have to wonder, you know, even in the trucking industry, right? Uh, there's a report that came out saying that thirty seven percent of truckers will not get vaccinated and will, you know, just walk off the job. So, you have to look at the the infrastructure. Who's going to fill these jobs when these workers come out? I know in New York, they did say that they're, the governor, well, the intern governor governor said that they're going to bring out the uh, National Guard, but, you know, that's an iffy thing right there. Uh, it, it's just, it, something's, it's just, the feeling is not right, in my opinion, but, again, you have, uh, you have the fire department in new york protesting this they came out uh the fire department uh union came out against it uh, of course you already have nypd the unions that have come out against the vaccine mandates you had the nurses all this stuff but again you have uh rochelle walensky uh you know saying what she said so i mean there's that but again people you know the only i think the only way to really stand up and beat this and, against, and stand up against authoritarianism and totalitarianism and I hope I'm saying those words right uh, is to, it, it has to be a majority, you know, it has to be all of us uh, it has to be a lot of us that want to stand up to this and again, vaccines aren't wrong, there's nothing wrong with getting vaccinated absolutely nothing wrong with getting vaccinated but there is something wrong with forcing people to get a vaccine or to get a medical procedure against their will right history has shown us that and again showing your papers to live everyday life history has shown us what that is about as well so take it take it how you want it i mean that's just what i think uh and you know we gotta do better as a society we gotta do better as a country uh because i'm tired folks i am and i know y'all are tired but we and but yet, the fight is not over. You know, you fight with, fight for what you believe in. If you believe in something, fight for it. Um, have integrity. Don't, you know, have some dignity, have some integrity. Uh, stand on what you believe in. Stand up for your principles. That's what America used to be. But now you get ridiculed for your principles. You know, you get ridiculed uh, if you don't want to get vaccinated. You, you get called an anti-vaxxer. Even though you're not against vaccines, you're just against this one because there's not enough information out there you don't know the long term effects of it and i think a lot of people whether they're vaccinated or unvaccinated with this covid 19 vaccine i think it's all a gamble at the end of the day right people that are getting vaccinated are gambling that they're right people that are unvaccinated are gambling that they're right and we don't know until a few we're probably not gonna know until years later on down the line so you know, until then, it, it's it's really just a toss up in the air, uh, and we all really just need to respect each other and respect each other's decisions at the end of the day. But you know, we're gonna talk about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, his trials getting ready to come up. There's some interesting, uh, you know, developments when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's some interesting developments when it comes to uh when it comes to Kyle Rittenhouse trial. That's uh they're picking a jury. I believe they're. Picking the jury, uh, but you know, the judge today or the judge yesterday, I forgot or when, whenever it happened, he uh, he made an interesting ruling or uh, suggestion or opinion that uh, jurors or that victim that you know what's to say is men shot by Kyle Rittenhouse cannot be called victims in court. That's what the judge said, and him the judge and the uh, not the da uh i forgot what, my mind's a blank today damn it uh, but him and the attorney sparred over this for a little bit and uh, i'm gonna let you hear that right now tell me that if you called if you in final argument said to the jury kyle rittenhouse is a cold-blooded killer that would be you don't think that you'd be allowed to do that I think I should be. I think I should be allowed okay, so to call people can't a victim, he too. can call the victim an arsonist if that's what he thinks he can prove? Your Honor, I, I have practiced in most of the courts in this county, and other than you, as you rightly pointed out, the other judges do allow us to call people victims, even at the beginning in, in, a, in an opening statement. Um, and I would like to be able to do that in your court, but you've made it clear to me that we can't. And I think your concern there is that it is a loaded term. We are telling the jury something when there's been no judicial determination of that. So that was the uh, that was the judge and that was the attorney, kind of arguing over uh, you know the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, and you know what I want to say about that is I saw the videos back when it first came out. Uh, I saw the Kyle Rittenhouse videos, the unedited, the uh, uncensored version of what went down, and in my personal opinion, uh, I think he's innocent. Uh, I mean, granted, he probably shouldn't have never been there, but if we're looking at from is Kyle Rittenhouse uh, a victim or is he the antagonist in this thing, I think, uh, I think that's a complicated issue. But from the video that I saw, he didn't initiate the violence. He defended himself. And I know that's a very unpopular opinion. I know that people are probably cussing my name out right now. People are probably going to unsubscribe don't do that by the way but uh i mean i think that in the long run at the end of the day i think he'll be found innocent uh because i think the video that was shown it, it, that is out there doesn't lie um i mean you can look at this picture hell there's pictures of him getting attacked while he was running like he's running away from people right uh there's this one video i mean he's on his back and this is where this guy gets shot He's on his back, he's falling down, and this guy is trying to is stomping on him. I mean, it's a clear photo. Uh, yeah, so many people around him that are actually attacking this kid. Now, I'm not saying that he, he should have been there, because he probably shouldn't have been there. But, you go from looking at this video and you seeing what's going on, I'm not going to say he's completely innocent, but of these, I'm pretty sure he's innocent. Of the man that he shot, I'm pretty sure he'll be found innocent, because... Those videos tell, you know, th- those videos ain't lying. It's just, it is what it is on that. They're not lying on that. And that's something that people, you have to get at your feelings when it comes to this stuff, right? And actually look at the facts of the case. And was he getting attacked? Yes, he was. Uh, in the, I remember in the first, uh, if I can go back and look at it. I remember in the first shot of the video, uh, you know, Someone, I think someone threw something at him or charged him and he, he shot him. Uh, which I'm not gonna lie, it was an impressive shot at, at the distance that he did it and moving like that and shooting a moving target. So, I mean, you know, it's an impressive shot, but at the same time, you gotta look at it like this you play a stupid game, you win a stupid prize. Shout out to Tommy Sotomayor, that's where I got that from. So These things that go on. I mean, this is what, like I said, this is just my personal opinion. I think uh, Kyle Rittenhouse will be found innocent uh, because I think the video evidence is going to show people what really happened, and I'd be surprised if he if he gets found guilty. To be honest, Uh, but you know anything can happen. You know anything can happen in this day and age. Uh, I know these days this day and age we also try people on public opinion so instead of actually you know finding it you're not you're really not innocent until proven guilty you're really guilty until proven innocent i mean that's that's what they that's what the slogan really needs to change to because that's what it is even though it's supposed to be you're innocent until proven guilty but that's not what we go by in this country anymore and i don't think we've ever gone through you know something like that in this country but Again, this this is probably gonna be a a short show. Um, gonna talk about the NBA next. Now, I'm not a big, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the NBA anymore. I have been a, I had a, I have not been a huge fan of the NBA since uh, they got, you know, they took out their soccer a lot. And I like soccer. I just don't like the flopping that goes on. I don't like the faking that goes on, the fake injuries. And LeBron James ruined that for me a lot. A lot of people ruined that, but LeBron James specifically ruined NBA for me uh ruined basketball for me because it was all that flopping that was going on and getting he was getting away with it and this and that and a bunch of nba stars were doing it, a bunch of nba players were doing it and it just took away the game it, it took away from the game for me and you know even even somewhat of shooting the three pointers took away the game but you know it's not like it was in the 90s uh the early 2000s right it's not like you're going to see Vince Carter dunk over Sean Bradley like he did back in the day. Uh, You're you're probably not going to see that too much anymore. But, you know, NBA has gotten soft. NBA has gotten weak. And the NBA has gotten real hypocritical. Uh, Ennis Cantor, NBA player, you know, he's been in the news recently calling out the NBA for, uh, I think, their stance on China and the Uyghurs, the Uyghur Muslims that are going on right there. Because, what most people don't understand I believe or what most people don't know is that China actually has concentration camps uh, right now right They they actually are holding weaker Muslims in uh, concentration camps in re-education camps uh, a lot of things are going on in this in these camps in China but because the NBA has deals with China they're not gonna they're not gonna try to step on the Chinese toes at all because they want those they want chinese money they want that market and ennis cantor, and i hope i saying his name right forgive me bro if i'm not but you know he's been in the news because he you know he uh said free to bet and that you know that pissed off china to where they're not showing the boston celtics games or merchandise or anything like that and he's you know he continues to to just be a beacon i think you know I, i'm glad he's kind of telling the truth Uh, Because you don't see this too many times. I mean, granted, Kyrie Irving, he's doing his thing with the vaccine mandates in Brooklyn. I support Kyrie because it is a personal choice. If Kyrie wants to do that, it's, it's his body, his choice. Selfishly, do I want him with the Brooklyn Nets? Of course, as well as millions of other fans. He's good for the NBA. He's got a lot of talent, brings a lot to the table. Obviously, they look like they miss him. But at the end of the day, it's more than basketball. Uh, Boston Celtic Center Ennis Kanter called out Nike and his co-founder Phil Knight in a post on social media this week. Nike remains vocal about injustice here in America. But when it comes to China, Nike remains silent. You do not address police brutality in China. You do not speak about discrimination against the LGBTQ community. You do not say a word about the oppression of minorities in China. You're scared to speak up in various posts. Cancer has been calling attention to injustices in China. Cancer on Instagram invited a to take a trip with him to China to visit Nike facilities, which he described as slave labor camps. And we all know how those iPhones and shoes get made. Uh, He tagged LeBron James as well as Jordan brand in the caption and added, you guys are welcome to come too." now. We all know LeBron James is a straight hypocrite and this could be because I am a legitimate LeBron James hater. But it is what it is. We all know LeBron James is a hypocrite in many ways. So, you know, I mean, look, I'm just going to say it. LeBron James, he's a phenomenal basketball player, plays the game very well, Hall of Famer in my book. But on certain issues, you're, you're standing with China, you do all the stuff with China, but you don't call out the injustice that are going in China, but you want to call out the injustice that are going in the United States, right? when they and then when people confront you about it, you you just simply brush them off. It's like no. You can't you're you're the one to call out the injustice in your own country, great. But you do business with a country that actually has concentration camps that are actually making people disappear because of discerning views or dissenting views that goes against the government's rule. But you do business with these you do business with this uh, with this country, knowing how they are. So yes, in that sense LeBron James is a hypocrite. And the NBA is a hypocrite. A lot of these people are hypocrites. I mean, and it is what it is. So, uh, as the article, the article continues, the post, the, uh, the post from the former Portland Trail Blazers center comes days after wearing customized shoes with the words, modern day slavery, and no more excuses written on them in the Celtics game against the Charlotte Hornets on Monday evening. And you can just Google it, you see his shoes, they're black and light blue, uh so with red wording on it. And uh he later continued by posting a video on Instagram slamming the Oregon big shoe giant. Nike remains uh here it goes, uh quote, Nike remains vocal about injustice here in America, but when it comes to China, Nike remains silent, Cantor said. You do not address police brutality in China. You do not speak about discrimination against the LGBTQ community. You do not say a word about the oppression of minorities in China. You are scared to speak up. Who makes these shoes in China? Do you know you know? Uh, Cantor said, there are so many forced labor factories in China. Again, yeah, you can look this up. You know, there's video, uh, I believe... I forgot where what city in China, but people were literally walking out buildings and killing themselves. Uh you can look that up too. Um and he captured in the post with uh, hashtags hypocrite Nike and hashtag in Weaker forced Labor. Uh Nike has not publicly commented on Cantor's post. This is not the first time Cantor has used his social media platform this NBA season to speak up about China. Earlier in the month, Cancer voiced his support for Tibetan independence and criticized the Chinese government and called Chinese President Xi Jinping. I I said his name right. Forgive me if I didn't. A brutal dictator. The veteran NBA uh, center Cancer has a strong history of activism while in the league. Cancer, who is from Turkey, I didn't, I I did not know that. You learn something new every day. Cancer, who is from Turkey, has also been a vocal critic of the Turkish President, uh, President Recep tayyip erdogan i know i butchered that name but you know forgive me and his government that resulted in him becoming a political target of the turkish government uh uh yeah and in 2019 an international arrest warrant was issued for cancer claiming that he belonged to a terrorist organization terrorist organization and (laughs) requesting his extradition to turkey of course he didn't do that of course the united states did not do that uh, since then, he has been reluctant to travel outside the United States. Rightfully so, because, you know, you don't know how, we know how the laws are set up here in, in the United States. You can't just come up any, no foreign country can just come up in the United States and, hey, we demand this dude and this dude and this dude. When the United States can demand someone, but y'all still don't give, you know, y'all don't extradite them either. So, you know, it's probably better for Cantor to stay in the United States. Um but yeah i i agree with what he's saying uh i agree with his stance on the nike i mean everybody has known or at least a a good majority of the people in the united states know where these where the iphones where the nikes where all these things come from they all come from china they all say it on 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 the brand they all say made in china right so i mean and then you know that they have these kind of camps or these uh you know these bad condition work environments that people have got that people have died in i mean it it is like slave labor essentially so yeah and in that way the nba are some hypocrites and again south park called that out too so shout out to south park shout out to uh to matt parker and uh i think it's a trey young uh you know forgive me on that one too but shout-out to South Park because they called out the BS also that goes on in the NBA and with China. You know, and with Hollywood and everything. I mean, South Park's been calling out BS for years, which is why I have thoroughly enjoyed South Park. I mean, it's I think it's one of the best uh, shows out there, to be honest. So, you know, shout-out to South Park. Shout-out to Eddie Cantor. You know, we I think people have to start calling out the BS a lot more when it comes to this stuff. The NBA are hypocrites, you know, the NFL hypocrites. Uh, A lot of these people are hypocrites, and it's crazy. You know, our politicians are straight hypocrites, and I tell you why they're hypocrites. And you can go on honesttexting.com and look this stuff up yourself and check out the articles. Because uh, these politicians, such as Gavin Newsom, uh, you know, he's one of the main hypocrites. The governor of Michigan is a hypocrite. You know they instituted these lockdowns and they instituted these mask mandates policies. Right? Sorry, that's my dog Mo. He's in here messing with me. Mo, go, go away. But uh, you know, they instituted these mask mandates and everything like that, and the lockdowns. And meanwhile, while you're sitting at home, trying to do what's right or what you believe it is right, and trying to be healthy, and you know, you know, just be a good person, I guess the governors, the mayors, all these politicians are going out to restaurants and having fun. There is a uh, there's a video out there on YouTube, I encourage everybody to look this up, it's in California, it's in Los Angeles more specifically, that this woman had to shut down her restaurant, uh, even though she complied with the vaccine mandates, even though she uh, complied with a bunch of stuff, she had to shut down her restaurant, and she was having, uh, you know, restaurant goers outside spacious and everything, but she had to shut down a restaurant. Meanwhile, right next, right next door, right next to her uh, restaurant in a lot, a Hollywood film production, uh, company set up shop, had everybody there. You know, they had no parameters that, you know, they really had to follow except for masking up and everything that, but they didn't have to shut down. So it's hypocriticalness on everybody's part. Um, the Chicago mayor is a hypocrite because here she's saying, you know, uh, not ban the police, but, uh, what were they saying? Uh, defunding the police. Meanwhile, her private security is police officers. Now I kind of shame those police officers for even going to get, for going along with that because this mayor is talking about you. She's talking about your police department. She's talking about your police union and yet you're still defending this mayor. So you know it, it is what it is I guess uh, people need to I don't know people need to stop mo sorry about that people my dog is all over the place but you know I think we had to take a look at all the hypocrite uh, the hypocriticalness that is going on and I'm just gonna leave it at that please like and subscribe the honest uh, com. go like the honest text on Facebook page and uh check out the honest text on uh, on anchor podcast on apple podcast on google podcast on spotify so check those out and you know again decide for yourself uh you know yeah just decide for yourself people <laughs> but y'all have a blessed day and yeah take care